0: silence, that we don't dare speak, there's a wall between us, and a rip so deep, we keep pretending, that there's nothing wrong, there's a code of silence, and it can't go on. I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on Friday the 24th of April 2009. There's always newcomers coming into the show, and so I suggest you go to cuttingthroughthematrix.com website where they can help support me and keep me going by buying the books I have for sale there, the discs and so on, or they can donate to me. That's what brings me to you. Remember, I don't get paid by the advertisers. That money goes to keep the show going and to pay for the equipment and the engineers and all the rest of it. Also looking to Alan Watts sent in, for transcripts of the, the audio talks I've given in the past. You can print them up and they're written in the various languages of Europe. And for those who simply get a disk passed around, and there's lots and lots of them, who don't know how to get in contact with me, you can write to me. And remember, personal checks are fine from the U.S. and Canada. The name is Alan Watt, W-A-T-T, site 41, box 4, Esther, which is E-S-T-A-I-R-E, Ontario, Canada. And the postal code is P for Peter, 3E for Elizabeth, 4N for Nora, 1. And... This last while I've been going, going into the World Fabian Society and the big eugenics societies really that are all working together. They're all just branches of the same one foundation in reality. And how they bypassed any idea of democracy a long time ago by forming a parallel government. It was to be run by those who were the natural leaders, those with the intellect, and who went to the best schools, etc., and came from very long, distinguished family lineages. They decided that democracy was simply a cumbersome way. They'd never get their great plans worked out and moving because of democracy and arguments and so many conflicting parties and sides and all the rest of it. Therefore, they did form, back in the 1800s, a parallel government. They were under different names to begin with, from Cecil Rhodes Foundation to Lord Alfred Milner, group to the amalgamation into the Royal Institute for International Affairs. It's now worldwide. They have a branch in every country across the planet. They even have one for the whole of the European Union now, for the politicians and the bureaucrats, who give their oaths, first of all, to the global society. And then even the national leaders give their oaths afterwards to the nations. Now there's a kind of conflict of interest there somewhere but no one seems to bother mentioning it or bringing it up. As every prime minister and president for donkey's years, Courtney Quigley, in the 1960s, they'd already been running it for 60 years in the U.S., have been a member of this actual parallel government. They don't need all the lesser politicians on board, although they like to have as many as they can. And most of the appointees of governments come from the Council on Foreign Relations It also has another special branch called the Trilateral Commission. It deals with another special area. And for 80 years, we've been working to amalgamate the Far East Pacific Rim as well. That's why we're going into global government, and it's Fabian. Fabian system has been used, using sciences to control people, guide them, educate them under a universal education system. We're all taught this is the same Plato's Cave. We'll all believe it. Therefore all are prattle between each other Will be familiar to each other Very simple techniques And widely written upon Upon by those Who run Ran in the past the big think tanks And still run them today But they're getting rather big-headed and open-mouthed about it Because, you know, the public Don't really listen very much anymore We like being governed Or ruled Back with more after this break Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix, discussing the Fabian Big Brother World State, where we'll all be conditioned from birth to death, reconditioned all through our lives. This used a term a long time ago from the Fabian Society, and many of their members used it, they had their own meaning, of course, when they said continuing education. People thought that was night school or something, but what they were referring to was through all the sciences of media and academia. You would be trained lifelong, upgraded like a computer in a sense, with new programs and how to behave, talk, think, speak, and all the rest of it. Pure science. The Huxleys were famous for their, their uh, literature. That they churned out on this coming society, this brave new world, this orderly system. R's wife, wrote a book after she came back from visiting her heroes in the Soviet Union. And she went out to see Pavlov, just like H.G. Wells, that was the big hero, because Pavlov, you see, designed the system for the entire Soviet educational bureaucracy and teachers. He designed the curriculums, how to teach, etc., using sciences, conditioning techniques punishment and reward and all the rest. In fact, the whole Soviet Union was run on uh, this kind of basis. They had worker of the week and they picked someone in a factory because he put more output out than anyone else. and All, all kind of reward type techniques, little gold stars on your report cards, just like they were using in the West. But anyway, the idea was that humans were just Be ruled. That was, the tech, that was the whole point of the parallel government. And we have, over many years, allowed ourselves incrementally again. True Fabianism is incremental, you see. They never go too far ahead at one go. Almost sometimes, but not too far. It's not, not often in different areas. They give it to you in one way and let you swallow it. And then sit back profile and hit you again. Meanwhile, they're already working on the young always, because they're the up-and-coming ones, with their program, with the politically correct ideas that they will think is quite natural when they go up into that world where they see those things coming forward. It's all based on science. I've gone through the speeches by Beria of the Soviet Union from the 1930s, where he said it was down to a perfect science in his day, where they could upgrade children every five years ahead and indoctrinate them into new ways of seeing, thinking, and even different logic could be used. Today it's even quicker because of the communications at our disposal. And therefore we've come to a stage where with drugs, they've drugged so much of the population, exactly as the Huxley said they'd have to do to bring this about. They've got school boards involved Picking and teachers picking and choosing who should get put on the Ritalin and all the other offsprings of Ritalin, which shrinks the brain and is generally boys with leadership abilities. That is not a coincidence. We see the rates of autism skyrocket. So once again, it's another whole bunch out of the picture as far as causing problems or possible problems down the road. These guys always... Mean what they say. And then they always get the force of law to back it up eventually. Exactly what Lenin said. Now, Lenin was trained by the best bankers, the same bankers that run this parallel government and run the Council on Foreign Relations and the Royal Institute for International Affairs and through their foundations, they finance all of it. The tidy world, the way it should be organized, according to control freaks. And it's only now that some of the mainstream, they're always 10 years behind, are starting to take the, 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 the lead, they're catching up at least, of what we've been saying here for 10 years to 15 years or more. And this article here is a, at least, it's rather bold for a reporter. And I've read a few more bold ones over the last few days in these politically correct times. This is from Mail Online, Dan Atkinson, Turbochart. Finance has collapsed in Big Brother's state. Should be next. Should be next. 23rd of April, 2009. Something happened to me the other night that last occurred around 1977. I was asked for proof of age before being allowed to buy a bottle of wine. There are several odd features about this incident, which took place in a pleasant and well-regarded Washington restaurant, specializing in the cuisine of the Deep South, Prawn stuffed with crab meat, served with sausage and rice, that sort of thing. First, I'm in my mid-forties, and I look it. Secondly, the waitress who demanded identification was perfectly friendly, but at no time sought to justify what she must have known was an entirely pointless exercise. We're all going through this rubbish. Again, it's to make you feel apathetic and to remind you that no matter how old you are, you're just a child to the authorities. That's what it's about, training you. Three, neither did she side with the customer or agree that it was all a load of nonsense, but the rules were rules. Four, this is not standard procedure in Washington. Indeed, it has never happened to me before. It's a cliche to say that where America leads, Britain will follow after their way around. In this area of activity, Britain is in some ways already ahead of the U.S., Horror stories abound of supermarket staff refusing to sell wine or other drinks to parents parents who are accompanied by their children, lest they are attempting to buy alcohol for minors. So how does this fit in with my reason for visiting Washington, which was to attend the spring meetings of the Group of 20 Leading Nations, the International Monetary Fund, and the World's Bank, those particular Institutions that are now raising to their proper place as the dispensers of cash to an entire planet and debt, etc. I've gone through the histories of that to an extent. It's as well to become a commonplace to say that since August 2007, the turbocharged free market system has hit the wall and that the free booting financial setup brought into life in the late 70s has crashed. But this system was just half of the equation that has dominated public affairs on both sides of the Atlantic during the last three decades. Yet the economy was thought to be best regulated by the market, but at the same time personal conduct was thought to be best regulated by the state. Thus, in this strange new world, the ownership of key British commercial and industrial concerns, power companies, engineering businesses and even defence firms along with Heathrow Airport, was a matter of total indifference to the authorities. At the same time, the state became ever more intrusive in matters of people's diet, drinking, exercise, child-rearing, and people's attitudes. Anyone with an unacceptable attitude risked being sent on a diversity and equality course. The same decades that saw industries sold off and shut down and mega banks doing what they liked saw also seatbelt laws and National No Smoking Day. But take heart, right up to August 2007, few realized how close to collapse was turbocharged finance. I would guess the ugly sister, the control freak state, is in a similarly perilous condition. And oh yes, I did get served, thank you. And people don't realise the creeping, creeping Fabian control freak society that we've lived through and allowed, allowed to dominate us. Until lots of people actually view themselves, regardless of their age, as children. And they just bow and scrape to authority. Remember what Lenin said, remember the bankers put the Soviet system in place, the big... Laboratory for all of this. Lenin said there are thousands of ways that society could could take or go in a direction, but they must never be allowed to know that. They must think the one they're born into is natural. But he also said at the beginning of the 1900s, and remember too, he he was in touch with the Fabians in London. He said that we've set up services such as police services, health services children's services, etc., and they will eventually, by the millennium, in the millennium, 2000, become authorities over the people. The educational system is a service, not an authority. Since when are drug companies authorities with their massive organizational ability to lobby their governments and get them to pass into law what injections you must take. Hmm? And we let it go on, right down to your local level. It's time individually we start breaking these chains and learning a word that's so little used now It says N-O, no, no, no. It's strange that, you know, children are the first thing parents try to drum out them because the children's always say like, no, no. And then you forget it. You forget to say it the rest of your life, no. And then where do you end up? You end up saying, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, massa okay, boss. we got to stop it. Got to stop it. And talking about, um, talking about drugs, And how the racket, the racket of lobby groups going to their pals in politics, who are generally in and out of the same CEO corporate positions, and getting laws passed to make us take things, etc. It's time we started to say no to that, too. You have the right to what goes into your body. No one else. No one else. I don't care what expert they call themselves. Start taking it back, and you better do it fast, because they're almost all the way. Back with more after this break, to talk about Merck and company. Hi folks, I am Alan Watt, and we're cutting through the matrix, saying it like it is. The training that we've had, getting back before going to this article on Merck, getting back to FDR's wife, she came back from the Soviet Union so impressed with the behavior of school children. She says, You know, in America, because again of this of idea of independence and etc and personal independence, the, the The children were more boisterous, etc., laughing, joking, and all that kind of stuff, playing on the way to school. But she says, in the Soviet Union, they'd all be so orderly, very quiet, not spontaneous, but orderly. And that really, really impressed her, this Fabianist, really impressed her, how they could train children to be quiet and obedient and just stare at the sidewalk as they all drifted off to school. Interesting that they hate individualism hate it, the passion. You see, the masses are easily led because they always to pick sides. And, of course, the leaders of the sides are always chosen for them. And that's how the dialectic is always played. But you can never tell with an individual. That's what all the data collection is about because for the totalitarian state, you must have everyone and all their habits and their routines and what they call subroutines, all the things that you do. And they can predict you're going you to do this on a Friday. You'll talk to so-and-so on the cell phone and this little group there, etc. It must must be predictable. That's what all the information gathering is about. Getting back to the fact that to have watched the immune system of an entire generation being destroyed, which doesn't surprise me because Bertrand Russell talked about using the needle. Big player, Bertrand Russell, Lord Bertrand Russell, for the foundations. He says, using the needle to make the people more behaved and pliable, etc. But also, you see, you don't want a healthy and fit society going through the massive changes that are planned. Plus, how on earth could you bring in a form of sterilization and suddenly say, my God, we're all sterile. We'll have to create new types with a different technique. And then you have Adam, Mark 5 or 6 presented to you uh, who doesn't have to be born or conceived in the old-fashioned way and he has been genetically enhanced to be a good servant. This is all to come, folks. Because those at the top never, ever believed in playing fair. In fact, the last thing they'll ever do is play fair or ever tell you the truth. After all, you are the children. You are the children. For perpetual children in their eyes. you silly, profane people who can't understand the big things and why everyone must sacrifice in a common direction for this thing called progress, which the Fabians have decided and they have defined for us. It's their brave new world. And year after year we watch Merck and all these companies get their way with governments who then mandate that children get stuck through like hedgehogs of all these pinpricks from a very early age. And we watch them grow up with with autism or having their immune systems totally destroyed, or having complete allergy s- uh, syndrome. We've all got it to an extent. This is from the Australian. April the 1st, 2009. Now, those a few years ago, remember, Viox came out, this anti-arthritic drug primarily. And it came out within controversy, with some controversy. And... Even when people were dropping dead of heart attacks, the company, as usual, as they all do, were denying it had anything to do with them. Then other countries did investigations and, and it was eventually banned, but well, still ongoing in Australia. And it says here Vioxx Maker American Company drew up a doctor hit list. This, this is how pirates really operate. You see these guys with the wonderful, respectable business suits. This is a real, real world. We've all been trained to look for Castro or a Hitler with a uniform on. You don't realize it comes with a suit and tie. That is the high Masonic uniform. Respectability. Remember Plato with his virtues at the end of his book. He tells you there's no such thing as virtue. There's only the appearance of it. If our appearance, it matters. Simple. From the Australian, an international drug company made a hit list of doctors who had to be neutralized, in other words, or discredited. That means slandered, because they criticized the anti-arthritic drug the pharmaceutical giant produced. Staff at U.S. company Merck and company emailed each other about the list of doctors who were mainly researchers and academics who had been negative about the drug Vioxx. That means they didn't give them a positive write-up. It says, uh, so about the drug biox or Merck itself, and a recommended a course of action. The email which came out in the federal court in Melbourne yesterday as part of a class action against the drug company included the words neutralize, neutralized, or discredit against some doctors' names. It's also alleged the company used intimidation tactics, very much like Monsanto against the farmers, isn't it? against critical researchers, including dropping hints it would stop funding to institutions and claims it interfered with academic appointments. Well, you see, there's no university on the planet should be taking any grants from any of these foundations or these big corporations because they're bought off. That's what the money's for. And we sure as hell get taxed enough for education. This year, we may need to seek them out and destroy them where they live. This is from Merrick, American employee wrote, count an email. Excerpt read to the court by Julian Burnside, QC, acting for the plaintiff. Back with more after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Going through the Matrix, going through an article from the Australian concerning Merck, the big, powerful one of the big powerful pharma companies, and how uh, people came down with strokes and heart attacks because of this drug. And of course, they they literally didn't just intimidate doctors and other researchers; they threatened them. This is real business. This is how it really, really is at the top. And it's no different with the guys up in politics, either. See, the psychopaths always rise to the top in this society. It says here, we may, we, may, we may need to seek them out and destroy them where they live, American employee wrote. Destroy them where they live. According to an email excerpt read by, to the court by Julian Burnside, Queen's Council, acting for the plaintiff. Merkin Company and Australian subsidiary Merck Sharp and Dom are being sued for compensation by more than 1,000 Australians who claim they suffered heart attacks and strokes as a result of Diox. It was launched in 1999, this drug. Its height of popularity was used by 80 million people worldwide because it did not cause stomach problems. That's how they sold it, as did traditional anti-inflammatory drugs. It just gave you a stroke or stopped your heart. It was voluntarily withdrawn, which voluntarily, you should see the pressure in the media about it. In 2004, after concerns were raised, it caused heart attacks and strokes, and a clinical trial resulting these potential side effects was ab- aborted for safety reasons. <laughs> so that's the reality of the world. And these are the guys, of course, who are pushing for all these different injections, etc., 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 that the governments are only too happy to oblige. And to say, why... People realize that every university on the planet is given grants by the same foundations and the same pharma companies. They're bought and paid for, sold. They're sold. They sold their souls out. They can't get truth out of these universities. And if they try, a few of them they get fired, lose their grants. Or the dean will kick them out because they don't like people not cooperating with the big founders from the foundations. I've often talked as well about how, uh, in Fabianism, you raise generations by generations, and the intergenerational moving towards a particular unfolding of a predetermined plan, and how they give the culture for every particular era to the people they'll need to use that culture on to say, Back around World War I and before that, and afterwards up to World War II, across Europe, brass bands and military bands were very popular because it could always impress uh, the poor uh, young guys who saw smart uniforms and guys who looked very healthy and happy, better fed than they were, and they joined the military. So marching bands is all part of armies and empire building. Then when they wanted to destroy society, because the Fabians said they'd have to eliminate the family unit, the culture itself in every country, by degrading means even, bring in free love, they did that in the late 1800s. H.G. Wells was a spokesman and writer for them and a founder. And then the state would reshape society for becoming global society. Therefore, the Jews, the divide and conquer man, woman, child, parents, and then the state would bring up the child, basically, with a scientific indoctrination. That's happened. Fate accomplished. Mission accomplished. And they have divided every racial group against each other because they do supply leaders. They will promote the most radical ones on all sides and all religions to be the top, to keep the pot boiling, to stir it up when they want to, because then they come up with new laws that affect everyone, and that's what's called collective punishment, a term they borrowed from the Soviet system. Collective punishment. Someone does something across the continent. Well, you're all got a lot, so you're all banned from even considering doing that, or even having the possibility of doing it. Collective. That's how you deal with the collective. And they said they, f- they favour collectivism. It's now called communitarianism. Look at Agenda 21 from the United Nations. Therefore, the police have brought up today. Having been brought up with the most debased society, playing war games designed for the military to kill people. They have no loyalty to anyone except their own brotherhood. That's what all the movies portray. The guys with the same uniform are a brotherhood, you see. You belong. It's the only place in your life you belong. Out there, you can't belong. because society is dysfunctional. This is from the Telegraph. G20 police officer said he wanted to beat up hippies on Facebook, that's how immature these characters are. So he's, he's a, a typical one who's grown up, and now he's wearing the black uniform that the, that the heroes in all these video games wore. A police officer apologised after posting a Facebook message, which has been told to obviously, saying that he wanted to beat up some long-haired hippies at the G20, April the 29th, 24th, it says 2009, by Matthew Moore. Police Constable Robert Ward wrote the comment just an hour after the death of Ian Tomlinson, the guy who was killed by the cops, you see, the 47-year-old bystander who was struck by riot police on the day of the protests. In a status update to friends at 8.17pm on April 1, the Metropolitan officer wrote, Can't wait to bash some long-haired hippies up, the G20. That's what they recruit these days, you see. Brutes, you see. There's a whole bunch from this link, and I'll put all these links up on cuttingthroughthematrix.com websites after the show. There's a whole bunch of links where you can actually see Ian Thomason getting, getting some of the beating. The cops had their own coroner immediately dissect the guy, trying to prove that they just had a, a massive, massive heart attack. But an independent inquiry found out, no, the guy, his abdomen was full of blood. He'd been ruptured completely. They train them to do this with their batons and so on. This is what the, you see. We're going through the toughest time. Uh, this is the big. It's like, it's, like, it's like a big ship with a thousand chains pulling all the countries along in a certain direction. And every every little boat behind, there's America, there's Canada, there's. We're all. We've got some slack, but, but, but eventually we're all towed in the same direction, and we're going through a rough sea. This is the roughest sea until they get a global society together. And they've trained a generation, the most debased culturally generation ever, to wear uniforms, to attack the public and beat us into the right path. As we go into the next phase of being ruled and managed by the world management elite. That's what it's all about. Our culture for the last... 40, 50, 60 years did not happen by accident culture is is led is guided it's called the culture creation industry and believe you me nothing happens Plato talks about it nothing happens in culture from the grassroots it's all authorized from the top because those in power would never ever chance something that was unplanned coming out in the public that's fashion, music, plays, types of movies, anything that they were not in charge of. they could have a rippling effects, unforeseen rippling effects. So anything that comes to the public is from the top down. Here's another cop here such as ludicrous to show you what's going about today from the mail online. This is the, the, the bunch that were brought up with the Star Wars movies. Britain's first Jedi policewoman harnesses the force to catch criminals. And you got a picture of her standing with her little laser sword. See, they were brought up in total fantasy. Dreaming of wearing these uniforms and against this world of the evil dead, that's all of us folks. Meet Pam Fleming, his constable. The first Jedi police officer to admit she's a devotee of the Star Wars-inspired religion. PC Fleming, a beat officer who has patrolled the mean streets of Glasgow in the past twenty three years, stepped proudly forward today, light sabre in hand to say I'm a Jedi and proud. She even admits using Jedi mind tricks during interviews with suspects in an effort to achieve the truth. Can you, can you believe this? Although she tells Industry Magazine Police Review that she does not use the force to influence what suspects say or do. Stupid, does you he know where Jedi comes from or Luke Skywalker? Luke Skywalker is Lucifer, dear. He who walks the sky, the light bearer. So ignorant. Jedi. Jedi is Yedi. Yoda. The Knights Templar's mascot was called Yodai. Yoda or Jedi. It's all the same thing, prune. So she here she is into a religion that she doesn't even comprehend. Where once again, those who are specially bred and have special insight and have the spirit that the profane cannot have, have the right to rule the lesser. Quite something, isn't it? And this is the pablum we get fed. And this woman's walking around charging people. Anyone else would be locked up in a loony bin but not today, not today's police forces I said before the International Monetary Fund is going into its second phase of Bretton Woods Part 2 as it was designed to do in the first place and John Maynard Keynes, and I've read the article that he wrote himself said that he, in his life he would not see it happen but it would come it would come when? Right now that's when it would come and it would will, it will be the one to, to issue money because that was Written into the agreement assigned at the G20 meeting, There's a clause in there, a paragraph, that's going to give them the sole right to issue world currency. That was its intention when they set it up. Create the crisis, present a solution. Everything that happens, including the crash, was planned. 24th of April 2009, BBC. IMF head urges speedy bank reform. The International Monetary Fund's Managing Director has said the U.S. and Western Union need to act more quickly to sort out their banking systems. This is Mr. Strauss-Kahn. Speaking in Washington before a series of high-level financial meetings, Dominic Strauss-Kahn said there had been progress, but it had been too slow, too slow for his liking. Yeah. Who voted these guys in? Who voted the United Nations, and who voted the World Bank in? It was all set up privately. They are private corporations. Mr. Strauss can say cleaning up the mess in the financial systems of the rich world was the most important task. But more action was needed to sort out problems with bad loans, he says. He accepts there's been progress, but says it's not enough. Many companies, the architecture, or the love of architecture and building bridges, of a coherent financial program is now more or less in place. More or less in place. The architecture of a coherent financial program is now more or less in place. He's telling you that there's a new system. What is lagging and what time has been lost is in the implementation. It's just not fast enough for them. This call was directed mainly at the United States and Western European countries. Sorting out the banks was essential if there is to be an economic recovery whistle in the wind, folks. Because it's not planned to recover. How can it recover when they say in economics that only the manufacturing countries can ever have the excess cash to pull around? Everything else in a service economy is passing it around. All the experience we have had of past banking crisis, and we've had a lot of experience with those banking crisis in institutions, is that you never recover before you have completed the cleaning up of the balance sheet of the financial sector, he said. So there's another meeting going on right now as they press forward on finance ministers from the US, Canada, Europe, etc. And then they'll give us another declaration of what's ahead. He says, the Stimulus for governments and tax cuts and extra spending for this year, he said, is in line with what the IMF called for. So they're now the boss now. You understand that? When the IMF comes in, they manage your country, loans, debts, everything, and they tell you what policies to put in. It says, though he suggested more might be needed in 2010. Well, that's for the final amalgamation of the Americas. That's why he says 2010. The, <clears throat> the second last signature for the Unification of the Americas is done by the three uh, leaders: U.S., Canada, and Mexico. This year, in June, I think, and have one more to go. 2010. That's it. I played on air. From in 2005, the 2005 first open agreement with all science, and they said that, there'd be five more to go. Yeah, There's total amalgamation. And again, the Fabian world a system that's brought in with this new world culture that's still being created, is, it's, it won't be a mix of all the other cultures, by the way, it's to be a brand new culture. Political correctness. You obey the state. You bow to science and experts. It says here, every youngster to carry out fifty hours community service by the age of nineteen. I've mentioned this before, it's happening all across the Western world. Every young person will be expected to undertake fifty hours under plans to be announced by the Prime Minister of Britain that's Brown the other Fabian to go over from the last Fabian. And it says, schools will be offered new assistance starting in September to enable their pupils to undertake the voluntary service in their local communities, communitarianism. One day, if you don't turn up, when the brass band or whatever it is, is playing in the park, and you're all supposed to attend, they'll be at your door to find out if you're anti-social. And I'm not kidding. If the new target is not reached, Gordon Brown will consider making voluntary service a compulsory part of the secondary school curriculum. Well, he's just taken his orders from the global bosses. And once they get on the books, I've said this before, like every other law they put on the books, it will expand to a year, and then two years, and then more, etc. This is from the same government that's showing the U.S. and Canada and the rest of the world how to recruit 14-year-old children to be spies on their classmates. Remember that word again? N O no, no. And then it's followed up with children who say, no, I'm not doing that. Learn to say it all over again. No, I'm not doing that. No. Because that's what's coming down the pike very quickly, very, very quickly. And people haven't a clue. They haven't a clue that they've already been conditioned. I remember when The UN, you see, the United Nations made the the war on smoking a priority. Every other country signed it into law to implement it. Again, Fabian-wise, no smoking here, first of all, then no smoking there, no smoking near stores, no smoking at all in the street, blah, 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 blah. Fabianism, Fabianism. Get it on the books and expand it. And I saw a youngster at school who'd been through the indoctrination process, the Pavlovian conditioned response recoil in abject horror when someone lit up 15 feet away outside as though she was her ear was deprived of her and the hands were flapping with a fish out of water I thought my god they did some number on their brain and then the UN declared a war on obesity and every country started going to that now they're saying obese people turn out more CO2 than others And instead they're using the same techniques by the two guys who designed for the united nations the bernese types the anti-smoking campaign back with more after this break hi folks i am alan watt we're cutting through the matrix all the Illusions that are promoted into our heads that we soak up by osmosis as they say at the top without reasoning them through until our behavior is modified and we're all politically correct. We can't think or say or do or whatever and things we might object to are pushed right in our face with no, with no apologies. And we're supposed to accept to us, without complaint. If you complain, well, there's something wrong with you. your Anti-social. We you better treat you with drugs or some therapy until you're reconditioned and fit to join the PC society. This is an article. From foreign affairs magazine now that comes from foreign relations always tell you what's coming up in the world because after all their workers of thousands and millions of them are all over the planet working to bring this agenda off so they like to print it up in the foreign affairs magazine this overpriced rag that they sell which it actually should give away since all propaganda about their own agenda so i'm going to put the link on cutting through the matrix.com website at the end of the show but this is from a writer in portugal who's read it, this article. And he says, it's by Mr. Mueller, you know, the big, wonderful Mueller up there. It's quite the history this character has got. Uh, From NATO and the UN. It says, uh, but here's a summary of what's in it. And here's a a, a repudiation of it by uh, this listener. The Taliban al-Qaeda threat is being dispelled for what it is. This is from from the person who read the article. They're trying to drum up how dangerous the Taliban are. Remember, I put up the documentary, the video, where Brzezinski, back in the 70s, is creating the Taliban. He's right there with them, saying they're doing great, and this is a well-justified holy war. This is what he says. I've got the link there on my site. Go in and look it up. So now they're trying to see the big demon. You see, oh, the Taliban's the worst demon the world's ever had. It says, This is a well-documented fantasy. This is a response to the article. The public is slowly wising up to the fantasy. The public perception of that threat was the only thing that made the war reasonable in the public's view, and that's not sticking anymore. That's a problem because Obama's goal, actually, as Brzezinski's directive, it says, is to have rising military heat in the Afghanistan-Pakistan area. That's a fact. They've already planned that, uh, even with the New American Century Group, the Bush bunch. So. Obama just continuing the policy. You can't have that kind of heat without a strong myth. No, that would give you a myth to go to war. That's a huge lie to gain public support for it. The humanitarian pretext is actually bogus, and no one really goes for it. So Obama will need a better myth than, than that one, a myth that would imply a direct threat to the U.S. or Europe. So why not put it in the clear, Mr. Mueller? And that goes for the rest of the Council on Foreign Relations as well. There's no real threat from Afghanistan other than our policy makers, CFR included, own geopolitical callousness and madness. The only way NATO would gain a pretext to surge operations there would be by the false pretense of a threat, such as false flag terror comes to the mind actually, such as a lie, a huge lie. Let's prevent this lie, Mr. Mueller, this myth that NATO needs preempting, such as hypothetical criminal enterprise via informing the public while there is still time for it would that be a good thing don't you agree we're always given myths it's always a great satan ronnie reagan picked four of them during his chairman office he kept changing gun sights well that hour rushed by and i couldn't see a color there so, from Hamish myself into Canada. It's good night, and may your God or your gods and your mind keep your mind go with you.